Welcome to Anticdotes, a podcast where we hear from aunts who are making a difference in their nieces and nephews' lives and who are learning life lessons along the way. Hear new ideas about how you can connect with your nieces and nephews and become the favorite aunt. I'm your host, Heidi Fry. Iris Sweeney is our guest today. She is the founder of Powered by Voice. She creates dynamic opportunities for girls and young women to thrive by building their speaking skills. Iris calls it powering your voice as a platform. She is helping girls and young women cultivate healthy self-image through collaborative communications. She launched her podcast, Pow Heard by Voice, in November 2021 to give listeners practical tips to develop the power of voice. She is also launching a course called Embracing Voice this month, April 2022. I am excited to have Iris here today to help us learn how to empower our nieces to use their voices. And I think us aunts will learn how to use our voices as well. Well, thank you so much, Iris, for being with us on Anticdotes. Absolutely. My pleasure. And to start us out, I'd love to learn more about how you decided to explore more about the power of voice. Wow. You know, this is something that's actually started many, many years ago. I'm a singer. I love singing. I uh, grew up in singing in the church and I've done all kinds of little projects in school and so forth. And that is how I really started to gain an interest and a love for really looking at this, even just the sound of my voice and all the practice exercises that you go through when you are preparing for a performance and all of that. But that idea of performance, it can bring on so many jitters. And I liked the idea that my voice has so much power and it sounds so different from anyone else's voice. And so I started a journey of really thinking about how I could love my voice and understand that there's a contribution there because of my experiences and the things that I love and care about. And so when I think about it in those terms, it really helps to take away some of those jitters. And I know so many people struggle with public speaking skills, but it's that idea of public speaking. Again, it brings on the nerves. And I just think to myself, whenever I'm speaking, I'm giving a contribution to the world that only I can give. So I want there to be clarity in that. I don't want there to be jitters in that. So I am just more about kind of inside out with my voice, you know, whatever is going on in the inside of me, what I care about, who I am, that's really what I'm offering when I speak. So that's part of it. I think that's really great. I love how you shared about we all have something important to share and we all have different voices And I think that comes from both our experiences we can share and then even the sounds of our voices, right? I know some people think, oh, I have to have this perfect like radio voice, but we all have different styles of speaking. And I think we can appreciate all of that. Absolutely. I say love your voice, the sound of your voice. Yes. Yes. And how did you decide to start the Powered by Voice podcast? And what will people learn from listening? So with Powered by Voice, I was actually working with a coach uh, of my own and really exploring how I could start to provide 
courses for girls. I really have a passion for working with teen girls and young women. So I was working with her and coming up with ideas of how to really start that effort. And she suggested a podcast. And truthfully, I had never thought about doing that, but I loved the idea of it. So I started to explore what that might look like for me. And it didn't look like interviewing someone every week that felt a bit more than what I envisioned. So we talked about just, you know, snippets of 10, 15 minutes each week to really help people understand this idea that your voice is a platform. It's not a performance. So I do that through storytelling, through telling the audience about some of the mistakes I made throughout my life, even from high school, from grade school even, because I I find that this is something, especially for girls, that starts at a very young age, how we see ourselves, what's going on in the inside, that self-talk. And so it's a lot of that, helping people to understand that we don't really start with the techniques of public speaking when we talk about voice. We start from an inside-out approach of self-identity, really building that positive self-identity and doing exercises around that idea first and helping you to understand how to express yourself genuinely and authentically. So the podcast really gives me an opportunity to do that, I think, in a refreshing way through the storytelling. You know, I include my family and friends in, in that And uh, it's just been really fun for me. And I hope for the audience as well, that they're learning something through the tips that I give. I just love your podcast. I've been listening to all the episodes and I just love how you said there's the great stories to really see it in action. And then tips. I just listened to the one about the appreciation and making sure to really thank people for, you know, who they are, what they're giving to the world and what an impact that can make and, you know, the vulnerability involved in that. And it just made me think more about, I don't do that enough in life and how, how many people I do appreciate. And I don't think Uh I'm sharing that and thinking about how can I do that more? So I, I would really love to point that one out, especially, I just love that one. Absolutely. It's a wonderful way to use your voice, appreciating other people. And so we have that opportunity every single day. So yeah, I just encourage people to be more intentional about that. And you share in your podcast that there's a difference between powering your voice as a platform versus a performance. Can you share more about that concept? Yes, yes. That is my philosophy that it's built on. So I encourage people to think first about social media platforms. We're all using multiple platforms, right? And that's a place where we're, you know, contributing our ideas, our thoughts and our hopes. And we're talking about the people that we care about in our life and those that have inspired us, things we care about. And all of that equates to a platform. So whenever we're entering social media, we are contributing our voice and we are using our voice as a platform. So. I use the word intentional a lot, but I always say that be intentional about what you're choosing to share, because every single time that is contributing to the platform that you're building, what you are speaking about, 
uh, in what tone you're speaking about those things. So that is one way that I talk about it. The other piece is this performance piece. And again, when we think about public speaking, we are generally preparing for some type of performance, whether it's in school or a talk that you're giving at work or otherwise. And it brings on that nervousness versus this idea that I am unique in how I present because of the experiences that I have, because of who I am. And there's so much value in that. And I care deeply about who I am and how I want to offer my voice to the world and whatever I'm doing, whether it is one-on-one, that's the other thing I say is that you're using your voice and building this platform, even when you're speaking one-on-one. So think about your stage differently. It's not just about being on a stage in front of a hundred people. It really starts, first of all, with the relationship you have with yourself and then how you are interacting with others whether it's one person or it's a small group and you can really learn and start to build that platform, your own stage and all of those experiences, especially those everyday experiences. That's great. That's very helpful to look at it that way. And one of the other things I know you talked about in the podcast that resonated with me is looking at how sometimes if we're striving for that perfection, it can really block our voices. Can you talk more about that? Because I know a lot of us struggle with that perfection. Yes, we all do. It's a constant struggle. But, you know, that's where the performance comes in. I say Perfection is really performance. Whenever we are seeking to be perfect, there's no way that that's authentic. And you always want to be striving for authenticity so that you're showing people who you are and you're speaking from a place that you that you know versus maybe copying what you've seen someone else do and comparing yourself to others. And that always brings a negative space. Um, It brings negative self-talk. And so the goal is never perfection. It is always authenticity. And the more we do that, I think we can grow as a person, you know, personal growth uh, opportunities there. And uh, yeah, it's just a much more positive space than trying to be perfect. It never works out. It just never works out. (laughs) Right. (laughs) And I found in podcasting, if I wait until everything's perfect, then my voice doesn't get out there. So I think that's also important is looking at the importance of your message and maybe it's not perfect at this point, but making sure you're you're sharing that and that I love that authenticity. I think that's so yes. important. And then people are really connecting with the real person and not just an act, right? <laughs> that, is, that is correct. I, I would also add that failure is important and it's mm-hmm. necessary. Making mm-hmm. mistakes is so important. We learn from that. We learn who we are. We get to a higher place and where we want to be and the goals that we've set for ourselves, And so I tell people not to shy away from the, from failure and to really own the failures that you've had and talk about them because others will open up and there will be 
that place to be vulnerable and we learned so much from each other and it really enriches our voice when we accept and own those failures. That's great. And I think finding our voices, helping our nieces find their voices is so important. And part of, part of that process then for us is listening. So listening to their voices. Can you share more about how as aunts, we can learn to listen and how that will impact our nieces? This is uh, one, again, that is a challenge and it's a challenge for me. And I know for so many that the idea of active listening so that we are not in our heads when someone else is speaking, that we are honoring their voice by truly being present and listening. And we get to do this in such a beautiful way with our nieces because they always have something to add to the conversation that is different than what we are thinking. You know, it helps us see things from a different perspective when we're really listening to him, to them. And, um, you know, we all want to be both seen and heard. And so listening is just so important in that space. You have to, in order to be seen, you've got to be able to listen in an active way. And another thing there is we learn to listen by being curious also and understanding, again, the importance of being respectful, putting yourself in the other person's shoes that when you're speaking, certainly you want to be heard and you want that person to be there for you. And that's a great way to be there for a younger person is to listen to them. I do this a lot when I am mentoring girls is really all I'm doing is asking a question and I'm being in the moment and listening to them and being genuinely interested and what they have to say. It sounds simple, but it does take practice to just be there for them, not offering any uh, suggestions or thoughts of our own, but just listening and being able to say, tell me more as they offer their thoughts to you. Just that idea of saying, tell me more and not having any kind of agenda at all just finding those times when you can just be there in that moment to just say, I want to listen to my niece in this moment. So I'm going to ask some questions and I'm just going to listen and ask her to tell me more. That's great advice. And I think being able to show them they're heard and the more we can show them they're heard, I think they'll be more likely to speak out about their feelings and different things as well, kind of giving them that experience of what it what it feels like to be heard, right? Because they may not get that in a lot of other places. Yes, yes. It gives them, them the opportunity to use their voice and also to discover their voice as they are speaking. So it's it's a great exercise. And you had also mentioned mentoring. So you also work with teen girls through your career. And could you share more about what you've learned through mentoring them that might help us for those of us that have teenage nieces? Yes, it's been such a joy to be a part of um, this culture of listening again to uh, the, the girls of teenage and also 
not so much offering advice. A, a lot of it, as I'd said before, it's just knowing how to ask questions of them, helping them understand that they have a story, that they have worth, and that they should not compare themselves to anyone else. And what they have to offer is going to be so different than what someone else has to offer. But the idea of collaborating and learning from each other, really bringing those voices together so that they can hear what someone else has to say or what their thoughts and their ideas are, it helps them see that, oh, that's different than what I think, or I never thought about it that way. And the more you do that and offer them that opportunity to kind of round robin and go around the table with their ideas, they contribute more and they see themselves differently and they grow their capacity for leadership, which is always my my goal is to help them understand that they are leaders. They do have something to contribute. And so it's just been a lot of fun. And really, I learn a lot from them as well as I'm listening to them. They always have something to contribute that I've, I've never thought of it that way. <laughs> the different perspectives and the diversity of thought, there's, uh, again, a richness in that. And so, yeah, I've, I've really enjoyed it. That sounds like a great experience. And, it, it has been. Yeah, and to, mm-hmm. be able to, to hear hear all of those amazing thoughts. And, and you mentioned about helping them become leaders and watching more women become leaders. Is there anything else that we can do too to support our nieces or our girls that we mentor in that to help give them the confidence to become leaders? Yes, we have to realize that we are role models. And so they are always watching us and they're always listening and we should always honor each other as women in the way that we speak to other women in the way that we support women they see that in us whether we know it or not and encouraging them to take chances uh, again, when you're having those conversations about something that they love, always you know asking them about what's what's a spark for them right now. What are they passionate about? And encouraging them to take those chances. It's so important to lift up their passions and encourage them. Be a spark for them. Encourage them to be creative. That's a skill that I feel we don't uh, put our arms around enough. And so uh, encouraging that, encouraging them to think out of the box, that we don't have to blend in. We shouldn't try to blend in, but be comfortable with themselves. And one of the exercises I do, which is so effective, is I ask the girls to stand in front of a mirror and to look at themselves and to speak to themselves, to speak affirmations. Um, if they can create a habit of doing this on a daily basis, that creates that leadership skill because when you're looking at yourself, you're going to become aware of what you look like, uh, what you sound like, and being okay with that, being good with that, learning to love yourself. That is a part of leadership learning to love yourself because how you see yourself and how you feel about yourself, that's what you're showing the world. 
So that comfortability with the relationship you have with yourself, the self-care that you are showing your niece, how you take care of yourself, taking some time to do self-care with them, uh, whether it's just spending time, you know, curled up on the bed with them and just chatting, you know, with popcorn and, you know, your soda, favorite soda or tea. Those things are so important, building those skills in them in those moments, in addition to, you know, the spa and all of that girly stuff that we do. But it can just be really simple as well. All of that is important and it contributes to building leadership skills and your capacity. I love that. That is amazing advice. And I know I personally want to try the mirror thing as well and and share that with my nieces. So what a great example of something that we can put into practice. Yes, it's uh, you'll find it uncomfortable, at least for me. Mm-hmm. It was so uncomfortable at first. And uh, now it's one of the things I do on a daily basis. I have a little dance I do as I'm standing in the mirror, getting ready for my day and looking at myself and doing those affirmations. <laughs> it's silly, but it's just, it's, it's a feel good moment for me yeah. every single day. Yeah. That's awesome. Yes. Now let's move over to your experience as an aunt. So what have you learned as an aunt? Oh my goodness. I love my nieces so much. They're so different in a beautiful way. I have four nieces ranging from 21 to 40, and they really have taught me perspective is the biggest thing and patience, Mm -hmm. (laughs) same as our children teach us. But just learning to be good with seeing the world differently. And the diversity in that and the beauty of not being so attached to how I grew up and how I see the world, but being open to what their their thoughts are and really being able to do things differently and do something new, you know, doing new things, having new experiences with them that then helped me in my personal growth. So I just, I love hanging out with them and just having long conversations. We're a family of talkers. So I, (laughs) I kid you not with my family, my sisters, you know, talking two hours, three hours on the phone with them is like a normal thing for us. I've even had five hour stretches with (laughs) And so when we get together with my nieces and, you know, my sisters, it's, you know, it's all about good food, good conversation and a lot of laughter. And so it's just fun to hear what's going on in their heads and and how we can support building their self-esteem. So it's been great for me to, again, just just different perspectives. Mm. I love that. I love how you said the openness to you rather than judging kind of the decisions that young people might make today or their styles or anything remaining open and learning and, you know, seeing what's, what's evolving. So that's really awesome. I love that. Yes. Yes. Not being quick to give them advice, right? but allowing them to, uh, yeah, to have their moment and, and having their voice and, and, uh, how they see the world. Yeah. And could you share any special memories that you have with your nieces? You know, we have, uh, because of my sister, my younger sister, 
who has lived overseas for quite a long time now, we've had the opportunity to really just see the world together. We traveled the world together. And again, those experiences of uh, enjoying different foods together and, you know, shopping together, all the girly stuff and uh, just having those moments. There isn't just one moment. It's just been a lot of years of experiencing the world together and getting to know each other on a deeper level. Yeah. It's been great. Yeah. It's so much fun. Mm -hmm. And do you have any additional advice for ants? Enjoy every moment. They, you know, as we say with our children, they, they just grow up so fast. Look at it as a journey. And even though there will be disappointments and, and challenges, that's life and understanding that it takes a really long time to understand who you are and what you have to offer. And there will be ups and downs during that journey. So we have to learn to be patient and not get out of too out of sorts when uh, they make a choice that is something that we feel differently about. I remember when my niece decided that she wanted to have different piercings. You know, it went from her ears to, you know, her nose to her tongue. And, <laughs> <laughs> and at the time I thought, oh my goodness. And she knew her parents wouldn't feel great about this choice that she'd made, especially the tongue. So she didn't really tell them about that for, uh, for some time because she was living in a different state. So they didn't really know about it, but she, she came to visit me and told me all about this. And And I, you know, my eyes got a little bit big at at first, but I thought, you know, don't say anything in this moment that would be judgmental because this is how she's choosing to express herself during this time in her life. And she perhaps will choose something differently as she continues her journey. And what does it matter that she's made this choice? It's okay. She's healthy and she's doing great things in life. So it helped me to breathe through it. You know, I had the same experience. My son, he was 16 and he came home one day and said, guess what, mom? I, you know, I got a tattoo. And in that moment, I I was different. (laughs) I was definitely different. You know, he's 16 and he made this choice without me. And I didn't have a say in it. There it was. He couldn't take it back. And he chose to put my name. It was a beautiful tattoo, quite honestly. He put my name on his arm, but I was not happy about it. He's, he's gotten several tattoos since then. And I realized this is how he chose to express himself. And that's okay. It's really not hurting anyone. And, uh, I'm learning something from that, that it's, it wasn't my choice, but it's okay. It's a journey and it's a long one. Nothing great happens overnight. And so we get to experience all of these beautiful expressions over a lifetime. And on that journey, I want to be a positive reflection of, of who he is and who you know my nieces are and how they are contributing their voice. I want there to be 
positivity there in as to how I interact during these moments instead of that being a bump for us. So, um, so I've, yeah, so I've learned to, to see it differently and not to react. And is there anything else you'd like to share with our audience? I'm just excited for this opportunity to share the concept of voice with your audience. And I hope that it's something that will be a skill that they can build in their lives and also share with their nieces. I think that would be really fantastic. It's a movement. So I'm hoping to to share in it with many and, and have some courses, of course, as we go along that we can share and help our girls really to create positive self-identity as they grow into beautiful young adults. That's amazing. And how can they connect with this philanthropy movement that you have? So really you can connect through Powered by Voice. I invite you certainly to check us out on social media, on Instagram, Uh, So I hope that your audience will do that and learn a little bit more about what we're doing and what we offer. Also, Powered by Voice, the podcast, they are short snippets. You know, again, most are 10 minutes or, or under, but it just offers something that you can share and that you can practice on a daily basis. So we want to share that with you as well. And we'll share all those links in the show notes as well. So you can find that. And again, I totally encourage you to check out the podcast. I know we're supposed to take little breaks throughout our day, right? Take these little 10 minute breaks. Well, it's the perfect length to get a little inspiration on your break. So I would say that would be a great way to, to listen to that. And, or if you're out for a walk or something like that, I, it's just so nice to hear more positivity in the world and, you know, to get a dose of that, I think really will help make us happier people and better aunts and uh, to share that with our nieces as well. Absolutely. Great opportunities there for sure. Yeah. Well, thank you so much for being with us today. Thank you. It's been a pleasure. I appreciate it. Thank you for listening to Anticdotes. Be sure to subscribe to get the latest episodes and also join us on our Facebook group to talk with other aunts. You can join that group at facebook.com slash groups slash anecdotes. That's spelled A-U-N-T-E-C-D-O-T-E-S. And if you're interested in being a guest on the show, email me at anecdotes at gmail.com.